0: Welcome to the Heart of Money Podcast, where we discuss the impact that money has on every area of your life, and where you can learn to make smarter money decisions. Join our conversation as we discuss our past experiences, talk about how to make better money management choices, and in the end, make a commitment to being weird. Well, folks, welcome back once again to the Heart of Money Podcast, episode number 25 I'm your host, Austin Black, joined by Bob Wessler here in a few moments, and we're going to continue our conversation today on the top five habits of wealthy people. Now, last week, we said that this was going to be a two-part series. Um, This week is going to be part two of a three-part series. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We got to recording, and we got in so I don't want to say so deep, but we got in deep enough and had enough content that we said, hey, let's just go ahead and split this one up in itself. So it's now going to be a three-part series. This is part two, where we look at step four of the top five habits of wealthy people. Last week, we uncovered the first three, kind of the fundamentals of what wealthy people do. And this week we're going to dig into number four. This is where we get into more of the meat and bones, more of the stuff that we normally think about, um, but we don't normally talk about. So it's going to be an exciting conversation as we talk about education and how we need to be continual learners and how um, a a desire to constantly improve is a core component of. Being someone who's capable of building wealth. So that, that's what we're going for here is, is becoming that wealthy person. And as we talked about last week, that is is subject to your definition of what your wealth aspirations are. But in order to create wealth, in order to build wealth, there are certain habits that you need to follow because that's what other wealthy people have done. With success. So this week, we're going to talk about the education element. We're going to share about reading books and listening to podcasts and joining social groups and interacting with people that, who know more than us, who are smarter and better than us, and who can teach us how to achieve our financial goals and build wealth. going to be a great conversation. So let's jump right into it, talking about step four of the top five habits of wealthy people. Bob, we're back and As we're doing this this top five habits series, I think I'm probably more excited about this week because we get to dig into the real substance of what sets everyone else apart. I mean, last week we talked about the fundamentals, but this week, you know, we're down to to the number four and number five. And I'm excited. This is going to be fun. I think we're going to have a really good discussion around this. Um, It's stuff that probably. These are the things that people probably think more of, I would say. I mean, not everyone really acknowledges the basic stuff. But we always talk about these things. Don't you
1: agree? I would say, yes, we talk on these things. They're more of the subject and people just kind of gloss over the others because they're not so easy to do or put in practice. So we're like, oh, we'll just jump to these steps, which you can't do. So.
0: Yeah, but yeah, exactly. I can see
1: you're giddy. Your your screen is shaking all over the place and it's almost like Beavis and that other guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. so. I'm not even going to ask which one is which.
1: <laughs> I didn't say. They might both be Beavis.
0: <laughs> so we've got <clears throat> number four. All right, I guess let, let let's recap really quick. We had last week. Number one we had last week was to save more than you spend. Number two was to plan and set goals. And number three was your personal favorite, if I remember correctly, delayed gratification.
1: Grr. Yes, delayed gratification. That was my own sound effect. Austin didn't add anything there. He might delete it later. We don't know. But uh, might, I might yes, delayed, a delayed gratification. We'll that's right. Yeah. All the parts where I talk, that's the, the part he deletes, just so you know. They're not if there's, if there's anyway. a long
0: pause, that's because I had to go back and, and refigure what Bob was thinking because he wasn't saying it.
1: Yes, it is a G-rated <laughs> conversation. <laughs> so and those are our first three. Sometime.
0: Number four, we've got... Which way are we going to go with? Are we going to go with the investment or the education which is our number four you think
1: hmm hmm
0: I think it's got to be the education as my as my personal uh, assessment
1: as much as I want to disagree with you I'm gonna have to say the same um, I think you have to have the education before you get to the investment because if you exactly. put the investment first then you get the education that you don't want right. So, our number four or
0: the top five habits of wealthy people is to read, educate yourself, and ask questions. And you say, well, there's three on there, but they all do the same thing. Right, Bob?
1: Hmm. Ponder. <clears throat> it's not a hard question. Yes, actually. depends on the audience or the <laughs> right? environment that you're in.
0: I, I don't know about Ruining you. your but flow. This is something. That I I honestly I struggle with probably about three maybe four years ago this concept of of reading and studying and understanding I mean I have always been an inquisitive person I have always <clears throat> wanted to learn and to grow but the and I, and I enjoyed reading growing up I mean I I enjoy reading books and I was you know that was a fun thing for me to do but it wasn't until about 3 years ago that I kind of jumped back into that and the reason that I was that I had a hard time with that is because I don't like to sit down and not be doing something which obviously if you're reading you're still doing something but I like to be outside you know working using my hands making stuff happen and I honestly felt like if I were going to sit down and read a book not that it was a waste of time, but if it was still doing outside, I should be outside doing things. So it took me till about three years ago to really kind of switch that frame of mind. <clears throat> and I did so for one reason and one reason only. That saying that leaders are readers. And I, I heard that and I kind of started to embrace it. And then I realized that if I was going to truly grow and change and become the person I wanted to be, I had to read and educate and understand what other people did. You know, get different ideas, get different perspectives, just get that education, that learning. So since then, I have become a very, I don't want to say avid reader, but I definitely read a lot more. I've, I've read multiple books since then. My goal this year is to to. Um, read through or finish um, six books this year. It's kind of my goal. I did like like four Mm -hmm. or five or six last year. I'm trying to do six this year. And my my goal is to get up to where I'm doing 12 books a year, which is what um, Dave says the typical millionaire reads, is 12 books a year. So that's a kind of a long process there. And I I know you kind of looked like you were going to say something there, but what is what's kind of your... I want to get your perspective on the reading, and then we'll dig into why this is so important.
1: Well, I was going to say, I'm glad that you moved away from picture books as of three years ago <laughs> and found some actual quality reading material. Uh, and the Berenstain Bears just weren't cutting it at that point. So you figured you needed to. <laughs> and move the bad on thing to is, I, I didn't have kids back then, meeting. so
0: I didn't have any option.
1: That's, that's right. Um, <laughs> but here you are. A reading leader. And yes, I I completely get when you say sit down to do something. You're engaging your brain and it's not the same muscle set as other movements that you would make. And I think one suggestion I can have there is um, getting audiobooks or MP3s that I I know like here last weekend I enjoyed with an asterisk on the end of that one uh, mowing my (laughs) yard for ever and that's a lot of wasted time if all you're doing is sitting and being able to hook up an mp3 player whatever that be whatever brand um, plugging it in and listening to either a book you borrowed from the library on audio or downloading it elsewhere Um, the only thing about that is they tend to cut out pieces Um, Or they abridge the versions that you hear on audio versus what is in the full version. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just kind of depends on the book and if you see that it's unabridged or whatever. Um, I have done that on multiple books over multiple um, different topics, um, different learning styles, different... um, See, there you go with the editing of the long pause with the <laughs> um, different well, disciplines. And that's,
0: that's why I, I love thinking. podcast is in those moments where you can't sit down or even I, I, I've, I mean, I listen to the radio still sometimes, but I mean, I love podcasts. That's if I'm getting in the car and driving, I'm going to listen to the podcast more times than not. You know, that, that same mm. kind of concept of, of ingesting that audio and everything else. I still like just that picking up the book <clears throat> Flipping the page, you know, soaking in those words and really focusing on that. But you're right; those audiobooks are another great way uh, to t- to consume that content.
1: Yep. Um, when it comes to an actual physical book, um, I know that the new thought process is getting an electronic book. To me, it just doesn't have the same weight to it. No Agreed. pun intended, but just the idea that. My books, look, if you would pick up one of my books after I've read it, either you would be completely enlightened or completely dumbfuddled um, (laughs) just by the markings, the writings, the questions. Uh, I came by that honestly. Um, My dad does that with quite a bit. He gets a highlighter and whatever else. But um, my problem when I first started reading was I highlighted every single sentence and I'd skip one and then I'd highlight another page college that yeah those were really heavy i should do of more of that highlight highlighting i've
0: noticed I, I need to i need to employ yeah. that practice more myself <clears throat>
1: um what i find best is i read something and i go oh there's something good in here i underline it and then i go on to the next paragraph i go oh this goes back to this mm-hmm. um but it also helps when you go back over the book later and yes i'm an animal like dog ear corners so i know what's on pages yep, yep. um Another one of my favorites to do, which I've done recently. Um, I talked about getting different disciplines, different books, different areas of learning. But if I read a book, and, and I'm going to say this is probably on purpose, that you'll have an author that quotes maybe half a dozen other writers. And I will go out and I will look at what that book is that the other writers author wrote, mm-hmm. um, see if it applies to what I'm learning already. And in some cases I'll say, okay, I'm reading this book, but I'm going to go ahead and get that book. So I have that queued up for the yep. next book to read. <clears throat> so, um, I found last year, I think I went through probably a half dozen books in three or four months wow. just because they were on the same topic and, or not even necessarily the same topic, but it continued the same thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the other aspects of that and two books that I've read here recently that as we talk about this is really funny, not necessarily the reading part, but we talked about delayed gratification last time. And uh, both of those books hinted at delayed gratification and why, as we'll get into our next one in investing, you let it sit. Um, But it was interesting to me that these were different authors. Neither one of them referenced the other but what they talked about was very parallel, um, that they could have been writing the same book. I could have been reading the same book Any, either way. Um, but it was just amazing to me to have one book and I get these points and I read another book in a similar area by a quote expert. And he is saying the same things. I go, you know, if two guys are saying it and they're not correlated in any way, but they're talking yeah. about the same subject probably should pay attention here.
0: If you want to actually grow and learn and become better, you've got to, to learn from people. You got to, um, read and understand because I read a lot of business books. I read a lot of personal development books. I, I try to really absorb content from people who have been there and done that. And one thing that I've realized is the more books I read now, especially the more ideas I come up with, but it's also shown me the reason why wealthy people do this, because there's always someone out there that is smarter than you, that's done more than you, or that has done what you're trying to do, that has experiences, that has stories. And you, you can learn a lot by doing it on your own, right? But whenever you learn from someone else, your your learning curve is expedited and you mm-hmm. get to implement the success of someone without having to go through the hardships yourself, I think, in some cases.
1: So outside of, you know, this podcast where we basically told people, hey, don't do what we did because we did it wrong. <laughs> uh, they're that much smarter for listening to you. Um but they can also get those ideas through a book too. And, um, maybe that's where you're writing your next book on, you know, don't do what I did do this instead. Just the idea that in reading books, having developing thoughts and self-help, self-discipline business, and it might not even be the topic of the book that gets you thinking in a certain way. There might be some, sentence or paragraph that jumps out to you that really sparks an idea. And I found with some books um, that it's not always what I read that I agree with, but something that I disagree with that comes to mind either later or I just wrestle with it going, okay, this is a smart person. I've agreed with everything else they've said. What is it about this that I, why do I not agree with this and why do I think they're wrong or Who's right is either is their perspective right am I right um you know it just it's something you can chew on for a while as you read, and ultimately it's it's like I said earlier instead of exercising your muscles and being outside and you know getting things done like you said, you're creating more brain plasticity and firing neurons and using your brain in a way that you hadn't before so um, mm-hmm. that also keeps you healthy mentally as well as any physical activity that you've done otherwise, so um, you know I did make the comment of being about being able to listen to books on audio, but you know sometimes that audio just you gloss over it, you don't hear it same with a podcast, yeah. you know, um, how much people hear either of you or me or you know just tune us off and tune us on, and oh yeah, I've already listened to that segment, and here we go again, they've already said this didn't they. Um, that's just, just the you. whole idea that, <laughs> um, it's just me. Yeah. Um, with a book, you can read it again and again and again, and you can go over a, par- a paragraph and go, wait, what did that say? You know, you could have glossed over it and, and I granted you could do it with a audio, whatever, by rewinding or taking right. a 10 second back on it. But the fact that you can change how you say in your head or out loud a paragraph, a sentence or whatever that really lets you digest what you're trying to learn or how Mm -hmm. it's um, hitting you at that point. If it's something that you learn at that point, if you realize it within the next week or two that you connect something back and say, oh, that's what that meant, or that's that's what he was talking about or what she was talking about, Um, or 10 years later, realizing that what they said was probably more right than you were at the time.
0: You know, I think one of the things that really probably brings this point to a head is people who, who succeed, who build wealth, who are in that successful um, position are perpetual learners. You know, we're always trying, or I, I say we, but, um, those people are always trying to increase their understanding, are trying to increase their um, their knowledge, are trying to consistently improve. And you cannot improve unless you find a different way or if you find a better way or if you just modify what you're already doing. And I think through all of the different steps that we look at, um, that concept is what sets... I'll just put sets wealthy people apart from everyone else. Um, because if you think you know it all, then you're only going to get as far as you, as you can go, as you yourself can go. But if you say, I don't know it all, but someone else probably can help me, I want to learn, then you absorb all of their ideas and their philosophies and their mindsets, and it molds you and changes you, and you can become more like someone who has done more, has had more success, has a a more positive mindset. So I think it's all about acknowledging the fact that we never stop learning. And the moment that we do stop learning is when we stop growing and when we stop building our wealth, we stop becoming a better person. Would you agree?
1: Run that last step by me again because i agreed with you up until that last point and you said something about stop building wealth so i was trying to get where you tied those two in
0: whenever you you stop growing or never never you stop learning you stop growing and mm-hmm. that um i don't remember where i went exactly with that but that whole that idea that um you can only, I say, you, you can only go as far as you're gonna go, and if you, if you stop learning, then you're you're done. You're you stop right there. Mm-hmm. You don't go any farther. Your wealth doesn't doesn't continue to build because you are not continuing to grow. And I mean, I know that there can be some argument around that statement right there, but my point being that you don't try to continue that growth. <clears throat> you know, your 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 money mm-hmm. may may still grow right, but you don't try to continue that growth of yourself.
1: So if I would kind of flip that on its head a little bit and say you are stunting your ability to increase your wealth because you're no longer putting ideas into practice that would help you either diversify or create alternative channels of income, revenue, wealth generation of some sort. Is that what you're saying by that.
0: I think you you can have that element um but I guess I'm not necessarily looking at it so much from the tactical perspective as much as me personally <clears throat> If I'm not growing, I don't care if anything else is growing. I am comfortable and satisfied with the way things are. Mm-hmm. If I am growing, if my mindset continue to change, then that will cause me to continue to look for new ideas, new ways. I may not implement anything, but I want to learn about what could be if I decide it's a good option for me.
1: Yeah. So the, in this case, your wealth could be on autopilot. And its growth has nothing to do with your intellectual capacity increasing um, until you decide that, hey, what I've been doing could be changed for a better. Alternatively, put it that way: maybe an opportunity cost mm-hmm. of sorts that if you're not growing, you don't have the opportunity to learn something new that could benefit you from a financial perspective or really any other perspective. Exactly. Um, because you're not just reading financial material, you're, you're reading across the the board and, and even financial material gets into other topics, which is very interesting how they uh, again <laughs> uh, go across disciplines.
0: Yeah. Well, and I've learned that, you know, well, we can't. Well, we should pursue financial growth and stability and security. It's not the end all, means all. And if you forget to put focus and emphasis on growing yourself personally, your relationships, um, your career, your faith, your your health, your mental um, health and stamina. If you don't focus on growing every element of your life then you're only going to be able to go so far, period. But continue to grow as a person in all areas. Mm-hmm. Continue to educate yourself and, and mold into who you want to become based upon what you learn from other people. That all flows into each other. That all builds upon each other. And while you may not be, yeah, you may not be studying, you know, the best ways to grow your 401k or to diversify your portfolio or to save more money to budget better, but just your mindset grows to where you you comprehend and understand and perceive even things with a different angle. And I think that that's kind of the main point that I'm that I'm trying to kind of pull out is education and learning challenges you to continue to ask yourself is there something better can i improve do i know enough to be skilled in this or can i learn from someone else who maybe has a different idea just that open mindset of continually improving what you currently
1: have or knowing that you need to um further strive in a certain area or that you come across something and say, you know, I need to get better at that and being able to find a resource that satisfies the uh, ability to take yourself further one way or the other. Um, I think that's a big part of it. Not just the continuous, we go back to mindset um, that you've got to have your own drive. If you don't have all these individual pieces they're all part of a bigger picture. Um, if you don't put them together the right way, if you don't continue to do them on a regular basis, you're not going to have the best outcome you could. Yeah. Um, so again, the the leaders are readers, very important. But also, they, if you're not reading, if you're not educating yourself, you're not growing, you're, in essence, stunting your own development. Yeah. Uh, and nobody else is going to do it for you.
0: Right and you know for folks out there who do not like to sit down and pick up a book and spend hours reading it i mean that you you could throw this into like you mentioned the audiobooks you could throw this into a podcast you could throw this into simply finding a mentor sitting down and having a in-person conversation on a regular basis or getting in in social groups of people that are will to say, smarter and better than you you know it's any element that enhances your growth and your learning as long as you are seeking opportunities to expand your knowledge whatever area that is that's the most important in my opinion to accomplish this habit Well, folks, I'm really glad to have such a great conversation around this. For those of you who who don't like to read a lot of books, I hope that you will take up the idea of listening to podcasts like this one. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you do like podcasts, and there are plenty more out there that would be very beneficial for you to learn about finances or relationships or honestly, any area of life, right? And we talked about how it's not all about money, it's just about growing as a person, increasing your your knowledge, increasing your mental fortitude, um, just continuing to learn is a key element. So whatever you want to learn about, go keep learning, go find someone who knows more about it, who has done it, who can teach you about it, books, podcasts, people. It's so important just to be a sponge and to continue to absorb new ideas, new opportunities, and implement those within your life. I really decided to come back next week and talk about this last step, which is is the one that everyone probably actually does know about. But we need to give some direction around it. That's going to be the investing side, how you can invest in assets, how that can help you grow and build your wealth and become Um, come financially independent is is our goal here. So I'm really excited for next week's episode where we continue the conversation and we wrap up this series by talking about um, investing, assets, the, the difference in what most people spend their money on and what wealthy people spend their money on. So another great conversation to wrap up this series on the five habits of wealthy people. As always, leave a review, leave a rating, Join us on Facebook and on Instagram. We love to build the community there. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you again next week.